Welcome to the Rugged Gospel Podcast, a lifestyle podcast where we have conversations about some of the biggest topics and challenges facing Christianity today. My desire is that you use these conversations to spark one of your own with somebody else, creating an atmosphere of openness and change that can all start through a conversation. For more information on the Rugged Gospel, visit us on our website at ruggedgospel.com and follow us on our social media at the Rugged Gospel. And with that, here's this week's episode. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Rugged Gospel. Today, I am going to be on my own. The topic today that we're going to be going over a little bit, it's going to be on anger, right? On how to deal with anger, what to do with anger. Um, is it is it a sin, right? So we're just going to talk about that uh, just biblically and just, you know, things that I've kind of gone through and uh, maybe some of you guys have as well. But let's get right into the conversation. Um, so I myself have never really been one to really get mad or overly mad. Uh, I want to say I'm okay at it. Of course, I'm not the best. Um, and of course, sometimes, you know, uh, it happens. My words can get out of control maybe sometimes or maybe I'll explode here and there, you know, but not to the point where it's it's kind of out of control, you know. But um, I feel like as Christians, anger problem should stop when we begin to follow Christ. And I mean, Jesus himself has some pretty strong opinions on the subject of anger, right? So in the Sermon on the Mount, he said, and this is going to be from Matthew 5, 21 and 22. And it says, you have, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago. You shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka is answerable to the court. And anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of fire of hell so to me that's kind of extreme right and it, it's it's kind of crazy to me that jesus kind of equates anger with murder right and i mean as we all know both murder both then and now it's punishable right and so jesus here is saying that our outbursts of anger are punishable right and of course Jesus also took that punishment for us, you know, to the cross and, and he died for us. But it doesn't mean that we should take this, uh, the, the sin of anger lightly, right? So first thing I wanted to kind of go over is anger. Like how do, how do we respond to anger? Um, so anger is an emotion, as we all know, and it can be difficult to control. You might not be able to fully control what you feel, but we can definitely control what we do as a response to that feeling, right? So let's think of anger, you know, as kind of like as a warning light. So you know how you get your check engine light in your car or maybe one that's, you know, for the gas or whatnot. And you have a couple options when this happens, right? One is that you can ignore it fully and that means that you're just ignoring the problem right that problem can only get worse 
and eventually you're going to be stranded somewhere on the road right because of that so that's one thing that we can do another thing that we can do um, is that we can overreact to it right so we see that that little light is on we better stop the car push it I don't know push it into a ditch or something and just walk home and it's done for and I can't fix it anymore and you know I'm never gonna have a car again right so that's overreacting to it right and another one is you can find out what the problem is and then you can get it fixed right so of course as I'm sure we're all answering right now clearly the third option is the best one um, is the one that makes the most sense and will have really the best outcome right to the situation but it it's also the most work and it's going to take time and it's going to cost you right so if we take it into a dealership or we take it in to get fixed it's going to cost us um, and the same is true when you feel angry uh, the best option is to really deal with it and work through the, that problem and get to the root of that problem. But don't ignore it, right? Many people, right, ignore it for years and years and they just let it fester there, right? And and sometimes, you know, you can overreact and, and explode instead, right? But we have to put in the work to resolve the issue, right? And so how do we resolve it, right? So this is what the conversation is going to be a little bit more about it's not going to be long i'm just going to give you um, a couple points that i've found to help with anger right and um some things to just kind of keep in mind when you are dealing with anger right and i know we all deal with it so if you say you don't you're lying and that's another sin <laughs> but anyway so um first one that i wanted to share with you guys was own your part the first thing we do many times when there is a problem, we try and blame the problem on something else, right? You are part of that conflict, right? You have a part of it. Anger often makes us blind to our part, right? Whether it's big or small, you know, it may be a case where 90% of the conflict is not your fault, and that does happen but own your part in that 1%, right? So own the 100% of that 1%. Um, even though it might not fully be your fault, there's always two parts to it, right? So take your part, own your part. So that would be one thing that I would say to you guys. Another one is overlook what you can. In Proverbs 19.11, it, it says that it is to one's glory to overlook an offense, right? If the offense is small, just forget about it. Like, it's not as big of a deal. And, you know, sometimes it's better to just kind of put it aside and forget about it if it's not something that's something big, right? If it's something that's very small. So how do I know if it's small enough to overlook, right? So basically, if you can overlook it, right? If you can't forget about it, if you're driving down the road and having angry conversations with like somebody else about it or in your head, then you haven't been able to overlook it, right? And if you haven't been able to do that, 
then you need to resolve it. So if it's something that's really, really bothering you, if it's something that's, you know, you can't get out of your head, if it's something to that extent, then I would say, you know, see what it is and try to resolve it. But if it's something that's just really not that much and you just got a little angry for some something insignificant, overlook it and forget about it. Another thing is the person who seeks to win in conflict always loses. It's not about winning, right? If, you, if, if this whole thing for you is about winning, it's not going to go well, right? Um, it's about resolving, like we mentioned. Uh, winning might make you feel good for a few seconds. It might make you feel good at that time. But then you realize that you've lost a friend, right? Or that you've hurt somebody or hurt your ability to witness to them because of how you reacted, right? You didn't respond according to the spirit, you know, that you said you have. Resolving conflict is about forgiveness and it's about peace. Not providing that you're right or that you're better than the other person, right? So if we say we have the spirit of God, if we say we're Christian, right? If we say that we have God in our hearts and then we have the Holy Spirit in us, then our actions got to also show it, right? The way we resolve conflict is going to show it. The way we forgive and the way we have peace is going to show it. If you can't forgive somebody, that can be a whole other conversation. But if you are not forgiving them, then you're not fixing anything, right? It's also something that God doesn't like. Um, we have to be able to forgive. If you can't forgive, then you don't have his spirit. Right. If you can't forgive, you got to go look back in the mirror. Right. And you got to see and, and ask yourself, why can't I forgive? And ask God. Right. Why can't I forgive? Seek his counsel. Right. And he's going to give you that peace that, that you need for this. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention is resolving conflict is costly not resolving it it's even more costly right so hard conversations are never fun um but they're also not optional the other person might not respond well but there's a chance you might also get kind of burned right but if you don't try to resolve the conflict you always you're always going to get burned it's going to cost you more to not try and resolve it than to try and resolve it, right? They're both going to be costly. They're both going to be hard to do, right? Especially if you don't like confrontation or having hard conversations. But like I said, they are not optional. It's something that you must do if you really want to solve and resolve an issue that you have with someone or um, or something that you got really angry about, right? So resolving it is the best way to do it and it's gonna cost so don't think it's gonna come easy another thing is do not judge obedience by the outcome right so judge obedience by obedience right sometimes you do the right thing and it turns out maybe bad in your in your mind and it will only make sense in heaven uh, it's not it's many of these things are not gonna make sense here on earth right? Because we are forgiving somebody, 
we uh, forgave something that may they might have done to us, right? Uh, that's you being obedient, right? It's not always going to feel good. It's not always going to feel like you won. It's not always going to, you, you know, f feel the best. But that's you being obedient to God. And it's only going to make sense when you see him and he meets you at the gate and tells you, come in, faithful servant, right? Um, the outcome is not your responsibility. You obey no matter the outcome, right? If the other person doesn't want to forgive you, if the other person is still angry at you after you have done your part, then that's not on you. That's on them. Do your part, right? Like I said at the beginning. Um, do not judge obedience by the outcome. Uh, another point I wanted to also touch on is healthy relationships are marked by conflict. There is always going to be conflict in a relationship. And no matter what type of relationship it is, if, if it's friendship or if it's um, a romantic relationship, right? So how can you have a relationship and not have conflict with someone, right? Do you even talk to each other, right? Nobody's perfect and everybody is different. So some conflict in some way is going to occur no matter what. Uh, if it doesn't, it probably means you are ignoring the problems, honestly. Um, on the flip side, right, I'm definitely not saying you should stay in a relationship where you fight all the time. That's also not good. And both extremes show that you aren't resolving conflict effectively, right? So any healthy relationship is going to have a, some sort of conflict at some point. The thing is how we react to it, right? How we resolve it right and and how we are are going about it and of course if you're in a relationship and you're fighting all the time right that's all that you do you wake up and you fight you go to sleep you fight you know everything is just fight and conflict then it's not good either get get out of it it's, it's probably not um, good for you or good for the other person right now, another point is only talk to people who are part of the problem or the solution, both at the same time, right? In other words, don't gossip or complain about someone or about what somebody has done when you haven't even given them the chance to make it right, right? So that's one thing that I would kind of add. Um, another one is this one specifically for men, right? Any boy can turn his anger to throwing fists, right? Um, maybe you get upset, you start pushing people, but it takes a real man to bring his childish emotions, right? Under control of the spirit of God and respond in peace, right? So for the single woman out there that are listening, right? Avoid these guys, avoid childish boys. And I call them boys because that's what they are. They are not real men. If they are real men, and if they have the spirit in them, they're going to respond in a peaceful manner, right? Now, this next one is specifically for women. So women, you grow up in a culture where it's cool to be sassy and feisty or have an attitude, but it's not good and it's not cool in God's kingdom or God's sight. That doesn't show that you're a child of God, right? So single men out there as well, avoid women 
who are entertained by conflict, right? Who are just all sassy, all feisty, and with an attitude all the time. That is not a good woman of God either, right? So look for these things when you are, you know, in a dating season or you're trying to find a wife or a husband. Um, be very careful with it, right? And last point that I want to share with you guys is conflict is an opportunity to show who you belong to. So conflict and how you respond to it is one of the greatest opportunities you have to display your faith. The way you handle anger shouldn't look like the way the world handles it. And when the world sees someone acting differently, it wants to know why. They question why are they acting that way? Where are they acting differently than we do? How are they reacting to a conflict, right? How are they fixing the conflict? How are they going about it, right? So when when the world sees this and sees a difference, right, in how we do things, um, it wants to know why and, and it wants to know how they can also do that, right? So this is an opportunity for us as believers to show who we belong to, which is Christ, and to show um, the love of Christ and to show them that someone could be different, that someone could be godly and Christ-like as we all should be as Christians. And I'm going to end with this and it's uh, Matthew 5.19. It says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Peacemakers are called children of God because they display one of God's characteristics, right? Um, God pursued reconciliation and peace with us when he had a right to be angry because of our sin. And that reconciliation was very costly to him, right? It cost the life of his son, right? But it was worth it, right? So I'll end with this question. Who are you angry at and need to reconcile with? Think about that for a moment and really see and go back to the points and see what are the steps that you need to take to reconcile with this person and for you to stop being angry, right? Because you don't want to live in anger. You don't want to, you know, be looked at, right? Like Hannah, we started with that um, verse and, and how it was equated with murder, right? So I leave you guys with that. Thank you for listening to this episode. And um, be just on the lookout for the next couple episodes coming out. Um, there is a couple more that I'm going to do on my own. Um, as well, soon mix with, um, with some guests that I'll be announcing soon as well. And lastly, before we end it out, as you guys maybe saw, right, um, the Rugged Gospel is now available in Spanish. Um, a lot of people had asked about it, and I decided to um, to start a second podcast um, fully in Spanish and keep this one fully in English. So if you can support our Spanish podcast, um, please go ahead. I will um, leave the link below. Um, please go and follow it. Please go and subscribe to it. Um, share it with somebody that speaks Spanish. And uh, follow us on Instagram as well at The Rugged Gospel in Español. 
And um, thank you guys again for all your support always. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Rugged Gospel. I want to thank you all so much for all the stars and reviews and all your support this far. If you haven't, please leave us a review and a rating which helps the podcast grow and be more visible to people. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for all announcements and please comment. We'd love to hear from you. And lastly, we're so excited to announce that we are now on YouTube. Please go and subscribe to the channel. The link will be listed below. Thank you all again, and we'll see you on another episode of The Broken Gospel.